0: April is Autism Awareness Month, and you've probably recognized over the last handful of years, your Philadelphia Eagles involve themselves year-round in the cause through the Eagles Autism Foundation, as well as their signature event, the Eagles Autism Challenge. The fifth annual Eagles Autism Challenge is May 21st, so because of that, I wanted to learn more about why autism awareness is so important. Over the past month, I've talked with the executive director of the Eagles Autism Foundation, two huge Eagles fans who are mothers of children on the spectrum, and one of your favorite birds, Jason Kelsey, as well as his wife, Kylie. The Kelseys are very involved with EAF, and that's who we'll begin this episode with. Here are Jason and Kylie Kelsey. Kylie, I'll start with you. Uh, what makes EAF so impactful?
2: On a personal level, it's impactful for us because of the community that, that it's impacting and that it's helping. Um, the resources, the research that's going into the autism community is directly being funded by EAS efforts. And then personally, we have connections to people who are on the spectrum. They're some of our favorite people in the whole world. And so um, like my neighbor and brother, brother air quotes, Tim, I grew up with him. He's had such a lasting impact on my life, and I'm just really excited that the Eagles and Mr. Lurie chose this to be their avenue for philanthropic uh, endeavor and that we get to be a part of that.
3: I think for, for Kylie, for someone like, like my wife, Kylie has been involved with this her whole life. As she said, she grew up with a neighbor who has been on the spectrum or is on the spectrum and um, is like her brother. Uh, for me, I did not grow up knowing anybody uh, who had autism. I didn't really know anybody on the spectrum, and I didn't know anything truly about autism before I met Kylie. So I think just on an awareness standpoint, I think the Eagles doing it and the obviously reach and ability to um, spread awareness of not only people with autism, but families that are affected by it in uh, ways that um, you know we're trying to Uh, fund research, uh, fund programs, fund uh, different things uh, for families in need. I think, um, you know, the Eagles autism is is reaching in a lot of ways. And from my perspective, like before I was even involved with any of this, I didn't know much about it. I can't help but think there's a lot of people that are probably in the same boat that I was.
2: Neurodiverse individuals. Are far more uh, common than we even knew. And that is why it's called a spectrum, right? It's really a full range people who are high functioning and people who might not be able to do as many things. It is that much more important to raise that awareness for either people to understand to be able to get a diagnosis or see the signs that someone may be on the spectrum for young kids to be able to identify that and then be able to get, uh, early intervention and things like that, that drastically help kids and their progression. Um, but just allowing people to better understand, I mean, like Jason was saying, he didn't really know anyone that he knew was on the spectrum. And so to be able to raise awareness and now we're turning that into action and EAF is, is pursuing that action every day. Um, that's, that awareness helps people to better understand the community and better help uh, integrate them into everyday life um, that they might have trouble with themselves.
0: Kylie, I get the sense that you were very involved before Mr. Lurie started EAF. Am I, am I correct about that?
2: Yeah. So when I, I went to school for communication and, and quickly changed routes when I graduated because the opportunity presented itself to work one-on-one with special needs students in Lower Merion School District. So I was actually a one-to-one for a little while. And it is just, it was so rewarding. I was in a classroom with many students that were on the spectrum. And again, like I said, some of my favorite people in the world, you just, you don't People who don't get to interact with people who are on the spectrum don't really understand sort of the joy that you can get in interacting with someone like that and understanding their desires, their preferred behaviors, their preferred activities, and getting to do that with them and connect with them on that level is just so incredibly rewarding. And seeing how you can sort of bring someone like that out of their shell, it's just something that I have had a passion about ever since I found out that when I was growing up with Tim, I was practicing different uh, coping mechanisms and things like that, that we had no idea that we were imparting strategies in our daily life. And then getting to work in that capacity was, like I said, just unbelievably
0: rewarding. So when Mr. Lurie came to you guys five years ago and said he's going to start this massive foundation, EAF, what was your reaction?
3: For me, I don't know that I, we had like that initial moment. I think, you know, I was involved with the Eagles previous charitable outreach with Eagles Youth Partnership. So I, I like being very involved with that and I still do. And they used to do playground builds. So immediately when uh, Mr. Lurie announced she was going with Eagles Autism, knowing Kylie and how connected she was with it, you know, we were pretty excited to uh, be um, proactive in this uh, outreach as well.
0: We'll get back to Jason and Kylie Kelsey before we wrap up, but let's hear from Ryan Hammond, who's the executive director of the Eagles Autism Foundation. Ryan was involved with autism awareness before taking this position with the Birds. so when chairman and CEO Jeffrey Lurie came to her with this initiative in December 2017, she knew this could do a lot of good. The Eagles say since the first Eagles Autism Challenge, 36 countries and over 76,000 donations have helped raise more than $12 million through EAF. I asked Ryan Hammond about the type of progress made through this funding. What are the type of scientific advancements that that has been able to been discovered as a result of the money that you've raised?
4: One of the things that's so amazing about Eagles Oxygen Foundation, and is not typical if you really do some digging in philanthropic organizations, is that We give every single dollar we raise back into the autism community. And we do that in a way that's very intentional and not transactional. So we're not giving to organizations because of proximity or because of affinity. We're giving to measurable projects that have the ability to to change lives in the future. So we actually got through our uh, fourth scientific review. And what we've done is we hired a scientific advisor and we work together where we do a request for applications to research institutions working in the field of autism. They then submit letters of intent, we review them, and we actually build a team of national experts across the country that join us. So we've had folks as far as, you know, Washington, UNC, Brown, Harvard, then join us and help us evaluate these projects. And then only after they're endorsed for funding do we then support them. And then with those projects that are supported, they're then They need to have a progress report in year one to be able to get those year two dollars to make sure they're reaching their goals. So this is a really unique thing. I mean, really, the only thing that compares is if you look at like the NIH and the federal funding, that's the rigor that we've put behind giving these dollars away. Because again, Jeffrey's commitment is that every dollar donated makes a difference. So to know that you know whether someone gave $20 or $50,000, that you need to make sure that it's It's doing exactly that. It has the ability to make inroads and innovations in the field that's going to bring a brighter tomorrow. Um, That's been really special to be a part of this. And to know that we're having advancements on pharmacological treatment on, you know, those who have seizure disorders and autism, or we found a specific gene that's impacting, you know, a subset of autism diagnosing, or we're supporting a community grant that's allowing individuals to be independent and gain employment. I mean, it's it's just been incredible, the organizations that we've been able to partner with, that we've been able to invest in, and ultimately achieve a greater impact through all of their efforts as well.
0: From Eagles Autism Foundation Executive Director Ryan Hammond to a couple of big Eagles fans, Shantae Douglas and Stephanie Stricker. They have children on the spectrum. Shante's son is nine-year-old Levi, and Stephanie's is 10-year-old Tyler. Let's first hear from Shante Douglas, who's been an Eagles fan for years. And when she first heard about EAF, it meant the world to her.
5: I was like, oh, wow, like that's really huge for a team that, you know, I grew up, you know, being a fan of that, you know, um, is supporting something that means so much to my family.
0: Is your son Levi a big Eagles fan too?
5: Yes. Yes, he is. Actually. Um, another thing that what I love about the team so much is we were actually able to go to um, an Eagles game back in 2019. And this was right after they had the sensory room put in place. And I wasn't sure how he was going to take it because that was actually our very first event of that size. And, you know, our fans were very rowdy. We're very passionate. So, um, We went and he actually had a great time. His favorite part was every time that the team scored a touchdown and (laughs) the fireworks were going off and he's just like, Um, One one great thing about my son with autism is he has echolalia, which means that he mimics everything that he sees and everything that he hears. So when we were driving home, all he kept singing was fly eagles fly the fight song and he was mimicking the sounds of the fireworks. So that stuck out to him. But we did get a chance to go into the sensory room. And what I love is. When you go into the sensory room, you can't even tell that there's a game going on because it's actually like on the opposite side of the stadium. And it's just um, a beautiful space to just have your kid or, you know, your your loved one to decompress. And it's a lot for them to go through. So, you know, you don't have to get up and leave and, you know, leave the game early. You can have a space for them to calm down and, and relax.
0: I would love to learn more about Levi. What's Levi like? What, what makes him such a wonderful son?
5: We could be on here for five hours talking about him because he's he's so amazing. Um, what I love most about my son is he's so empathetic. I noticed that when he was a baby, I want to say 18, 19 months, I noticed that um, even before I found out that he had autism, he was just a, such a social butterfly very empathetic. Didn't like to see other kids cry, especially girls. Now he doesn't like seeing girls cry. (laughs) Um, He's such a big flirt. He's so fearless. Um, I don't even think I was, I was like that at that age. You know, I was very um, introverted at that age, but my son, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. He wants to make friends. He wants to just be him. And I think it's a testament of how I'm raising him because I never want him to feel like, he's the oddball or he's something's wrong with him. I want him to just be him and, you know, be honest with how he is and live his truth. You know what I'm saying? So he's very, he speaks his mind. He's, he's stubborn. He's like a miniature version of me pretty much.
0: <laughs> oh, he sounds awesome. He, sound, he sounds, he sounds great. Why is autism awareness and research so important?
5: It's extremely important. I think even now with so much attention on autism, there's still a lot that still needs to be advocated for because a lot of people still don't understand. And on a personal level, as a mom, I'm always advocating for my son because, you know, it's not like it's a physical disability. So people automatically um, contribute, you know, disabilities is something that you can see and some things you really can't see. And those things need to be acknowledged as well. Um, so more awareness brings more acceptance, which then is it's more like a trickle down effect that. If you're aware of something, then you accept it more. And when you accept it more, then inclusion comes behind it. And a lot of times what's really sad is as our kids get older and become adults with autism, employment isn't always available to them because jobs don't understand what autism is. So that's why it's extremely important to keep advocating because then bigger companies will understand our kids are a huge asset to the workforce and that needs to be definitely pushed to the forefront.
0: How much does Levi love these events? When he's at these events, does, can he, does, he, does he just brighten up and smile when he's at these events?
5: Yeah, he he stems a lot, and I, I do explain that on social media. Like what what stemming is. What my son is, you know, he's not able to regulate his his excitement, so he does a lot of repetitive movements to help kind of like calm himself down a little bit. But he he's in the moment. He loves it. Um, every time we're on 95 and we've, we've been down at the sports complex so many times for if it's the Eagles and it's the Sixers and it's the Flyers, <laughs> So we're always down there, but anytime, like we're going by the, the link and he's like, mom, the Eagles. And then he'll start singing the the fight song. So it's hilarious. He, he has a ball. He really does. And um, like last year, it took me an extra 15 minutes to get this kid off the field because he didn't <laughs> want to leave. <laughs>
0: That was Eagles fan Shantae Douglas talking about her son Levi. And here is fellow Birds fan Stephanie Stricker telling us about her child, 10 year old Tyler.
1: I'm a season ticket holder with the Eagles. And uh, I heard about it. And I, I, you know, my son's autistic. And I knew we wanted to get involved. And we couldn't really figure out a good way to get involved. So then when I heard about this, I knew we had to be a part of it.
0: I would love to learn more about Tyler. What makes your son so wonderful?
1: He's just the best. Um, He's sweet and kind. And honestly, he just wants to do good. And he really wants to make a difference without even realizing he wants to make a difference. He's just one of those kids that you meet him once and you just fall in love with him.
0: That's awesome. Are you guys big? I mean, obviously, you said you're a season (laughs) ticket holder. So is Tyler a big Eagles fan, too?
1: He is. He likes the Eagles. He's a little disappointed because you know his favorite player is no longer on the team. But um, he's interviewing for new favorite players, is what he told me.
0: Oh, really? Oh, I would love yeah. to learn about this. So, how does this how does this interview <laughs> process work to get Tyler's new favorite player?
1: I don't know. He hasn't really told me. <laughs> <laughs> he just said he'll figure it out and he'll see who he likes.
0: Gotcha. Who was his favorite player that's no longer on the squad? Carson. Oh, Carson. Carson, I yep. see. what has made EAF so special for you, your family and Tyler?
1: It's kind of given us an opportunity to have a voice and not only that, but just to connect us with the community, um, which has been huge. We've connected with some people and, uh, definitely made some friendships mm. that really are helpful because the autism community can feel very lonely So knowing that we're not alone, knowing that there's other people out there like us, um, it really
0: does help. Why is autism awareness bringing attention to this, what the Eagles have been doing for the past five years? Why is this so important?
1: Because not enough people talk about it. There's still so much stigma around autism um, and we need to open that conversation. It's very important for me too. I'm a nurse, so advocacy and Awareness and acceptance are all things that are a huge deal to me, and especially for him because, you know, as he grows up and gets older, what's going to happen? What's next? You know, those are all the questions that I know I have, other parents have. So the Eagles doing this and the, the research, the the programs that they're getting involved in, it I know that there's a future, there's hope, and it's important.
0: When you saw the Eagles five years ago when when they were forming this organization this foundation mm-hmm. this powerhouse of a foundation I guess how did, how did that make you feel knowing that the team that you love was bringing awareness to this really important cause that you say is is sti- that you say is stigmatized
1: well it it changed our life honestly um, and i I had a feeling and I had every hope that the Eagles would do it right and they 1000% delivered. Um, and I, I couldn't be prouder to be a part of something.
0: Thanks to Stephanie and Shante for their time and sharing their story. We'll close by going back to Jason and Kylie Kelsey to learn more about the upcoming fifth annual Eagles Autism Challenge and how you can get involved. So what are some of the um, most memorable, uh, I guess, moments that you've had in all the different EAF events over the years?
2: the first year it was raining it was not very pleasant weather and I, I still i still remember very vividly we had a whole bunch of family we had a pretty good showing that year uh for team 62 and we were very very slow moving because jason was also walking with us so <laughs> tim was very concerned that jason was falling behind but That's part of the fun of the event. And we're so grateful to have the event back in May this year because it gives the opportunity for the guys to be involved. And I think that it presents an opportunity for people who are coming out to support the cause to get that sort of personal interaction with players who are also participating. And you just can't, you can't get that anywhere else. It is, you're coming together for a common good um, working towards that common goal of fundraising and supporting the autism community. And then you get to interact with your favorite Eagles players. Yeah, so
3: I was about to say, I, they weren't falling behind because I was my slow walker. I am a fast walker. <laughs> I was just taking multiple pictures and signing things for the fans in <laughs> attendance. Yeah. That's
0: why I was lagging. <laughs> (laughs) So I'm glad that you brought up the pictures, Jason, because I talked to two moms from a couple of families who are very active with EAF, who have sons who are on the spectrum, and you can tell how much they love this foundation that the Eagles, their favorite football team, has started. And both sons, from what I could tell, are huge Eagles fans. So I guess, how awesome is it to be able to interact with your fans in this manner?
3: Well, I mean, it's it's one, it's great to, whenever you get a chance to interact with fans and, and be out and about. And um, I think that this is a unique environment because it's so concentrated on uh, people on the spectrum. And it's laid out in a way that they can enjoy it just as much as you do. And um, the Eagles go above and beyond to try and make it enjoyable. You know, there's different things at the stadium for people on the spectrum to utilize. And, and you know, it can be overwhelming at times. Uh, but that's the one thing that I think is really uh, awesome about this event is like it's it's really geared towards people uh, that are on the spectrum. There's a lot of people that I mean, the whole community there really, in some ways, understands um, how to interact and and, and, and how to um, enjoy the day. Yeah. And I think that um, it's just a lot of fun. It's very evident that everybody there uh, has a good time and all the years we've done it.
0: So May 21st is the fifth annual Eagles Autism Challenge, how can people participate? How can they donate and contribute?
2: So you can go to Eagles Autism Foundation or Eagles Autism Challenge dot org. Um, You can either donate there. You can register yourself. Um, You can also look to see what teams are on the leaderboards, what individuals are on the leaderboards, which is always kind of fun to see because different people are holding events right now. So you'll see big jumps in the next couple months. Um, And So you can go on and register. There's a few different ways that you can participate. Um, You can be a virtual participant, which is pretty self-explanatory. You don't necessarily have to be there in person. You still get a t-shirt, but you still have a fundraising minimum. You can participate in the 5K walk-run. I choose to walk. Other people choose to run. You can do either one. And then there are bike rides, a 10-mile, a 30-mile, and a 50-mile for those who are looking for a little bit more of a challenge. Um, and then, like Jason was saying, providing those opportunities for people on the spectrum to get involved and in the way that makes them the most comfortable, we also have a sensory walk. So it's um, the last start time of the day. It's a little bit more quiet. There isn't going to be an interaction with the drum line. It sort of caters to people who have more sensory concerns. So we have a wide array of options. You can sign up. Um, to have children participate with you um, after you register yourself, there are so many ways to get involved, and we're just excited for year five. It seems like it's going to be absolutely awesome, and we're happy to be back in person with how the last few years have gone.
0: I get the sense that there's a friendly competition in the in the in the donating aspect. Uh, how how competitive is Team Sixty Two when it comes to donating and raising money? So,
2: so I think it's a one-sided competition. I feel as though I should work very hard to beat him, but then he does things like the OD event and it just blows me out of the water. So I can't, the, the competition is minimal now. Um,
3: it's like kind of a cat and mouse game, you know, it's, you know, very much, you know, let her think she's winning. And then at the end though, we all know no. Jason's going to take
0: it. <laughs> Well, it's all for a wonderful cause. May 21st, Eagles Autism Challenge, part of the Eagles Autism Foundation, eaglesautismfoundation.org. Jason Kelsey, Kylie Kelsey, I appreciate the time, uh, and and really good luck, great luck with the event coming up next month.
2: Thanks so much. Thank you, Dave.
0: This has been KYW News Radio in Depth. I'm Dave Uram. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, and tune in to KYW News Radio in depth on KYW News Radio 1039 FM weeknights at 930.